And one of the premises was that there's now I don't remember the number. I want to say 168 hours. Okay. Just pretend like that's right in the week. And yet we spend two hours, maybe four, if you go on Sunday and Wednesday, right? Big deal. You spend four hours a week with God quote. These are my air quotes at church. But really, what are you doing the other bajillion hours in the week? Are you living your own life, doing your own things, sister friend? Right. Or is church simply a celebration of what God has done in your life the whole week? And you get to come together as a family to celebrate that. Like, that sounds so much better than like, I have to go to church because it's the right thing to do. And I'm a yeah. good person. Like I used to deal with versus, oh, I can't wait to be in the room with sister friends who's going through her stuff like me. And we can be there for each other, or I can see a new character of God through the sermon, or I can worship unashamed in this way, right? Like that feels different than just go to church friends because you're supposed to do it. Do you want God's plan for your life? Do you want to discover your calling? Do you want to build a business that's aligned with God's will? Hey girl, hey, I'm Jeanette, business and faith coach. After a decade in the military, the Air Force said, see you later, and I had to find my true calling. Want to know how God directed my life from a cybersecurity engineer to a faith and business mentor? In this podcast, I'll teach you how to start a business, how to know your business is God's calling, monetization techniques, how to trust the Holy Spirit, and how to set boundaries to listen to His Word alone. Ready to become unapologetically unstoppable? Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Unapologetically Unstoppable podcast. And today I am so excited because you guys get to talk to my friend Sam and she's amazing. Sam Siemens is wife to Matt, mama to four littles, Jesus lover, and has a slight obsession with really good coffee, kind of like my obsession with Red Bull. She is the founder of the Abundant Woman Collective, a ministry for Christian women who want to deepen their relationship with Jesus. Hello, Sam. Welcome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yay. Thanks for having me, friends. So tell us a little bit more about you. Tell us about what you're doing in life, and then I'll ask you some questions. Okay, cool. Um, and then we're going to talk about your Red Bull habit, but we'll keep that for the end. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, so my name's Sam. I, uh, the short version is I used to run a multiple six figure marketing agency. Um, I also used to live in the Bay area, California. Uh, and then the Lord plucked me from California and moved me to Nashville, Tennessee, and then asked me to surrender my marketing agency to Ooh. start this Jesus thing. This Jesus thing then became the abundant woman collective. And I am so in love with what I get to do. It's seriously like the biggest joy and honor. Um, but basically, yeah, we are a ministry that helps women deepen their relationship with Jesus. And we do that through the podcast and through ministry. And one day we'll do in-person events and conferences and all the things. But really, it's just it's sharing the love of Jesus from your big sister, best friend, Sam, who is going to give it to you straight, just like Jeanette does. Yes. <laughs> We're very like in that way. And so... Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. I, so y'all, I met Sam because I think I was just saying like, I want to do some podcast swaps and I met Sam and I was on her podcast and I was immediately obsessed. I was like, yo, Sam is my people. She, yes. she is my people. <laughs> so it's tell the best. Me, yeah. Like, I don't know. We just like, we'll Instagram each other all the time. Just talking about like things that we see or things happening because we're in the same like 
we're peers. We're like in the same stage of business. We both had like very successful other businesses and now doing this God thing because God told us to and what that looks like. It's not always easy either because God be saying some crazy things sometimes. And I'm like, are you serious? God, please, please, please don't tell me to do that. I mean, I'll do it because you told me to, but I, ugh. Yeah. And it's lonely when you're in the, I mean, I still get looks that are like, you did what and why and how and why did you drop your income? Like all the, you know, it's just, it's different. (laughs) So it's a different lifestyle. So tell me how you met Jesus. How are you just like, like, I know like lots of people go to church growing up, but how are you just like, okay, I'm actually going to walk with Jesus and not just go to church. Yeah. I uh, am super blessed, honestly, because I am a pastor's kid. Um, I'm not a jaded pastor, pastor's kid. I love the church. I love the small church still though. It people have hurt and they stink, but, um, so God honestly captured my heart at a really young age. I was always, um, the weirder kid that just liked to hang out with like older people or, uh, even adults. And so I, I always went to church, like I said, born and raised in church. Um, And I always loved the Lord. Like that really never wavered. However, what I thought our relationship was and could be has wavered during different seasons Uh, when I was younger. And I do think it's from just religious expectations that, you know, we put on ourselves or that, you know, Um, but at some point I always loved the Lord, but I thought that if I was a good girl, if I behaved well, then it would make him more proud and it would make him love me more. And, um, so I became, I don't really know how it just happened with this like work sort of based religion. Um, and so the short version is I had that for much of my life, loved Jesus, went to church was like great person, (laughs) but that works-based religion when confronted with something bad, which was the loss of someone I loved dearly. And when I was confronted with that, I was pissed (laughs) because (laughs) wait, I have done such a good job at being such a good kid. God, like, why would you take my grandpa away from me? Like it just, it didn't make sense, but because my, my foundational or some of my foundational truths were based on false and lies that my works equates his love. That's not how it works. Um, when that bad thing happened to me, I was devastated. And so I spent like a year, my mom laughs at me because she's like, calm down, sister friend, you wild out for like (laughs) three seconds. But I did, I just did what I wanted for the next sort of year. Um, I still love God. I still even showed up to church like a hypocrite, but I did whatever (laughs) I wanted the rest of the week. I was just annoyed with God. I was like, well, if I don't have to be a good girl to earn his love, just let me be good. Yes. Like what's the point? Right. And so that lasted all of like a year. And then ironically, uh, I was brought back sort of face to face with him when I, and we lost (laughs) more people. We lost our family friends in a plane crash. And so they were the people who you did life with like every holiday, all the things your kids were there, you know, just all the things. And so, um, they were a young, sweet couple. And so when that happened, it brought me right back to the reality of Jesus. And he captured my heart in a different way. He basically, I, well, I learned that, okay, wait, if I could be good for God and I could be bad for God, like not and bad stuff still happens. Like my mind had a new concept around that. Then wait, 
I'm doing something wrong. And so he showed me like what sanctification looked like and that the heart posture behind sanctification looks different than doing it to get a reward. Right. And so he also showed me his kindness and mercy through that season. I met my husband in that season. Um, and that is a whole bunch of grace poured over that situation too. So through that, I mean, not that I've been perfect and not that I have done, I don't know. He's just taking me through so many different turns that I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a good person, <laughs> but <laughs> it has deepened my relationship in, in, with him in a way that I never expected. And so small little gaps of faith of like, Hey, Sam, can you quit your hospital job to work for a nonprofit and not make a lot of money? Yes. God, I'm so in love with me. Right. You, I will do whatever yeah. you take. So those small acts of, of service of yes, of leaps of faith led to a big one, like moving across country where you didn't know anyone. And so in that process though, even still, the more I learned to surrender my wants, my desires, my expectations of what my life should look like, the more I became in love with the Lord and hungry, like a different kind of love. Like now I'm hungry for him and I'm hungry for women to have a relationship that I have and to get out of the bondage and the lies that held me back for so long. That was not a short version. I'm sorry. <laughs> How transformed would your life be if you had 40 more prayers to pray? Go ahead and go to JeanettePeterson.com slash prayers and get my 40 prayers to transform your life and business today. I think that when we get on fire for Jesus, we're just like, everybody needs this. And it's mm -hmm. not like a, like when I first used to see Christians when I, before I was like walking with Jesus, it'd be like those people on the Las Vegas trip with a sign. Just like, I'd be like, yeah. they're so weird. Why are they like that? <laughs> and I'm like, no, but you really need to know Jesus. Like I do, because he's actually more amazing when you actually really know him and not just go to church to go to church. Don't do that. Cause that's, that's just BS. Yeah. Go to church because you are so in love with Jesus and you love to worship him and not in like this weird culty way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And we, we planted a church in California and one of the premises was that there's a hundred and now I don't remember the number. I want to say 168 hours. Okay. Just pretend like that's right in the week. And yet we spend two hours, maybe four, if you go on Sunday and Wednesday, right? Big deal. You spend four hours a week with God quote. These are my air quotes at church. But really, what are you doing the other bajillion hours in the week? Are you living your own life, doing your own things, Sister Fred? Right. Or is church simply a celebration of what God has done in your life the whole week? And you get to come together as a family to celebrate that. Like, that sounds so much better than like, I have to go to church because it's the right thing to do. And I'm a good yeah. person like I used to deal with versus, oh, I can't wait to be in the room with sister friends who's going through her stuff like me. And we can be there for each other, or I can see a new character of God through the sermon, or I can worship unashamed in this way, right? Like that feels different than just go to church friends. Cause you're supposed to do it. Especially so what made you like unapologetic in that and being like, I'm just going to worship. Cause I love it. I mean, you are a pastor's yeah. kid. So yes, but. I, but to be fair, not all pastor's kids turn out this way. So that's actually, True. uh, True. yeah, not <laughs> necessarily my favorite, but, um, when I say that the Lord captured my heart as a young kid, he captured it in a way too, that gave me a confidence 
that I knew he loved me. I was a chubby kid. I didn't care. I was still a cheerleader. I, uh, like I didn't fit in, in all the ways I didn't care because I had this God confidence that I just knew because I knew him and him inside of me. Like that part never really faltered until actually COVID and COVID. I, yes. In the middle of COVID, I felt like I had a muzzle on and I felt like, man, I don't want to get canceled. I still have my business that pays the bills. Like we can't be doing crazy things and talking about Jesus too loud. Like I can't have stances about anything. You know what I mean? I just, the world made me feel like my opinion didn't matter. Um, I didn't want to get canceled. I was afraid of repercussions and I was too loud or too something, right? Like the TOO, I was too much of something. So like calm down sis and shut up. And it wasn't until I had a prophetic dream of literally being muzzled and in a cage and just this whole crazy dream, um, of the enemy that like the Lord showed me that because I didn't realize what was happening. I just was like, Oh, well, it's fine. Like, I don't need to have an opinion. I don't need to talk about God, you know? And, and I was in like you, we were in marketing worlds that so much need God. We need to get off the manifestation chain and all the crap that the online business space has for you and (laughs) talk about God. And so in the middle of 2020, it was the catalyst to launching this. Like, wait, if I really don't care what people think, and I really am just going to go all out for the Lord then why don't I try doing the thing that he's called me to do? Why don't I do the Jesus thing and launch this business that puts it into your face, whether you like it or not. And if you don't like it, keep scrolling. I don't care. But yeah, there was a season where I was, I was quiet and I was muzzled and said that is so long gone and I'm raising children to be the same as me. (laughs) So look out. (laughs) Okay. Side note. When you raise kids like that though, sometimes they come back at you and I'm like, Oh, all the time. Girl. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I remind myself like, okay, she's going to lead the country. She's going to lead a business. Yeah. She's going to lead something <laughs> like don't break her spirit, but also. <laughs> right. Yes. I'm like, I need, I need to walk away from you right now, girl. I love you, but testing my nerve. Right. And I want so you I- to question me and question everybody else in authority, but this is not the one, this is not the hill to die on right here. <laughs> no, no. Maturity, you'll learn that this is not, yes. yeah, the hill to die on. Just like us. I feel like there's lots of things I have an opinion about that. I'm like, nope, that's not the hill to die on, especially with my ministry. That's not, that's not what we're talking about. Let's yeah. talk about Jesus. Yes. And the second and third tier theology stuff. I don't care. Like, are you safe? Yep. You know yep. him. Do you live yep. like it? That's what I care about. Yes. Yes. Do you show his love? Yes. 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 Are you the hands and feet of Jesus? Yes. yes. Or are you like I was in a hypocrite on Sunday and then doing your life? And you know, I, I don't like my stance, even for like people like that used to be like, oh, like, come on. You're such a hypocrite. You're like Pharisaical. That's not the right word. Like I was like a Pharisee, like, oh my yeah. gosh. Right. And now it's not that I have no condemnation or judgment in my anything in my voice. It's more so like, oh, sister friend, I get it. Like I was there. Let me come, like, come to the other side. It is yes. so much better. Like, I just have more compassion for for those situations than I did before I walked through them. Right? Like, that's <laughs> the purpose of walking through that stuff. <laughs> so, I think you kind of told us why you started your business, but tell us, like, when you thought of, or did you have a vision of the Abundant Collective before you started it, or like, what was that pulling in your heart that was like, 
not even like a marketing business for Christian women, but the abundant collective, which is very different from your last business. Yeah. Yeah. It is very different. I did try and like appease the Lord and be like, okay, I'll start marketing for Christian businesses. And he was like, no friend. Um, so (laughs) with this one, it was literally at a retreat. Uh, I had gone to this retreat. I was in a, the transition where I was still honestly grieving my business that I surrendered because it, it was with a loss. Like I'd worked really hard for that. And, and it was, it wasn't that, let me say this. I think sometimes when God transition us, the enemy has a little bit of a playground to, to tell you that you did it wrong. You I'm walking, we're, I'm walking through this again, but you heard wrong. That was, you weren't supposed to do any of that. And that is a lie from the pit of hell because that season, I mean, like without that business, we never would have moved to Tennessee because we didn't have a job. Like we never mm-hmm. would have done so many things. I never would have met people. I never would have gained skills that led me to do this thing. So, but in that, it was a little bit of a, like this awkward where I was grieving, like, God, you did so much through this. Thank you. Praising him. Also dang, that was a long time of my life that I didn't know the next step. And so anyways, I went to this retreat. It was at the ocean. Ocean is my jam. It is my favorite place in the world said the chick who now lives in a landlocked state, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> <We have> lakes. <laughs> yeah. Lakes with snakes. It's great. Uh, so, um, which is free. And I went, I put 10, 10 out of my mind. I was like, okay, God, I'm just focusing on this Jesus thing. This was a Jesus thing that I had felt in my heart that maybe I was supposed to do both. Maybe I was supposed to, um, make 10, 10 Christian, like all of these things. I just knew in my heart that there was something with Jesus that I needed to do it. And I was not doing it and I was not being obedient. So I went with that in mind and he is so faithful that I just surrendered all expectations for the weekend. I didn't know anyone or any one person going there. Um, they prayed over us. We spoke like words over each other. We learned like heard a speaker, but I sat on the beach, like, God, what? I still have no direction. Like I still have no idea what I'm doing. I'm saying yes. And he gave me the abundant woman collective. Like literally he gave me the name and I was like, was that C? I'm like, I'm so smart. Maybe that was me. <laughs> and so I was like, no, I checked the, you know, trademarks and Instagram and all the things. And I was like, how in the world is this not taken? It is such a good name. And he told me because you haven't started it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, so I had no idea what it looked like, but, um, it, and then he told me to do a podcast, which I don't even like podcast friends. I love you. I love all my podcasters, but I don't listen to a ton of podcasts. Girl. Now I do. You yeah. Know? Yes. I didn't. I, I definitely did not then at, at all. I didn't listen to any at all. Now I do because I enjoy listening to my friends like you, but like then I didn't. So a podcast had no idea. We did it though. Now it's like a top 1% podcast in Christian faith. It's I get to have these conversations with women and I get to teach and train women. And so it's more than I could ask, think, or imagine it wasn't even on my radar, but because he aligned it and because he gave it to me, he is, he's just doing his thing. He's doing whatever he wants with it. And it's so thinking cool. I love that. And you give him your yes, right? Like, yes. It's funny that you said that you were like, I was not even into podcasts, but God told me to make a podcast. That's how this podcast started. God, <laughs> God, God, let me make a podcast. Now you have right? a name. And I was like, kept like, sorry, this is my, my story. But like, I was like kicking it around and I was like, why, 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 why? 
And then I was like, finally, I was like, all right, fine, I'll record something. I don't even know what this is called. And he gave me the name too. And I was like, oh, there's there's literally nothing out there with this name. That's weird. Yeah. God is God. I'm telling you guys, if you do not walk with Jesus every day, once you do, everything will change and it will be crazy and it will not make sense. There are no coincidences. There are no coincidences with God. It is all intentional, very specific, strategic things that he does. And it just blows my mind. Blows my mind. Yeah. I love the name of your podcast, actually. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. I mean, God made it. I I didn't make it. (laughs) Okay. So what is one thing you learned on your journey that makes you unstoppable? Oh, uh, well, I think surrendering. Ooh. because oh so good <laughs> because well for me it's twofold too because I could the only reason I would ever say like oh that's a really cool podcast and it's like ranked and certainly I have no idea what that means tangibly other than it's cool <laughs> and but it's only because God did it like it's only because of the act of surrender has given God the freedom to move in any way that he feels necessary for his glory and his purpose and so When you get to that place, you get to not only release, right. With like open hands, even though it's really hard, I'm not saying it's like super easy, but you get to release it. And then you all, I mean, you have to work and do things, but you also get to take a step back and be like, look at God move. Look Mm -hmm. at God do this. See, Sam would have goofed this up on her own because that's my default sin mode is like in my strength, in my power, Sam's power ain't jacked only squat. Right. So instead of trying to strive and do all of this, I can just sit back and be like, God, you're so cool. Look at the way you move. Like, look at the miracles happen. Look at all the things that he's doing, not me. And so it's easier to give him the glory. It's also easier to give him the pressure. Not that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Pressure and sense of like, like the virtual event, like, okay, God, I'll do it for one person. You're in control of the results. You get to do whatever else you want with it. And, and then it's just, it's no pressure. Yep. No pressure. That's what I love about being able to surrender things. Cause I'm like, I was actually on the track was the day before yesterday. And I was just like, all right, God, I feel like I need to hear you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just talking to him and I'm like, I will surrender everything. And he was like, what about this one thing? And I was like, Oh, Ooh, yeah. Okay. God, I'll surrender that too. I'll come back to you. <laughs> please hold yes. <laughs> what you hear i got i can't hear you <laughs> <laughs> what we lost connection yes. <laughs> i do think it's funny though because there was a point where like it was shortly after i moved well no with the business probably when i moved across country i was like that's it i said yes i surrendered we moved like way to go sam like as if i would never have to surrender again right so <laughs> when the business thing happened i was like God, I already moved across country. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, you are so faithful with this and giving me your yes, that there's more for you. And I feel like that is the abundant life that I want so much for women and everyone, but specifically women. I want women to love and trust God enough to surrender their life, their finances, yes. their kids. Yes. Those are my top three hard ones, right? Oh, and everything yes. else. Um, because on the other side of the surrender is abundance. It's him. It's immeasurably more than we can ask, think, or imagine according to him. And he has better plans than us. I don't know where, well, probably back in Genesis with Adam and Eve, that we thought <laughs> we could do it on our own and we knew better than him. Like his ways are just so much better. And so, yeah. Surrender yes. makes it happen. 
It's the hardest part too. It's the hardest yes. part. Yes. Hardest part. Don't get it twisted. We're talking all like, yay, smiles and roses. This is hard work. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, what is your spiritual gift? Oh, and well. I will say I was not surprised. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jeanette told me uh, <laughs> one of them is exhortation, which is what abundant woman is basically. Yeah. Because like you, like she took the quiz y'all. And when she took the quiz, like I already knew, like I already knew what she was going to get because I was like, I know Sam, all Sam does every single day. Like you watch her on Instagram and she's just literally giving you more encouragement. Like, look, this is how you can get deeper in your faith. This is how you can talk to God. This is how she's showing you the how every single day. And that's why I love Sam because she it's not like she's just saying these things. She's living it out loud. She's living it exactly how she should be doing it. And she's not saying it's easy. She's not saying that this is the simplest thing you can ever do. She's saying, look, this might be hard and I'm having hard days, but I'm always going back to the word. I'm always going back to God. Yeah. And I think that is where the big sister friend part that we both sort of take on comes from because I'm not into prosperity gospel. I'm not into Mm -hmm. telling you that, Hey, once you're a Christian, it's going to be so good and so smooth. And no, if you like heard, well, you heard part of my testimony and different people, you'll know that man, they love Jesus and their life sucks or like they've gone through some stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So nobody's giving you this, like, Oh, everything's going to be good on the same hand. We're also not giving you this. I can do whatever I want and Jesus will still love me. Cause if you're looking for that, you got to go somewhere else for that, because that yeah. is not being a good sister or a friend. And so the encouragement comes with hard truth, but it comes with, we're willing to walk it out with you, like yes. in our services, in our inbox, in our free groups, like we are wanting to not just tell you what to do, but come be a part of the community and we'll do it together with you. And so Jeanette is really, I mean, we have between the, you have three kids, right? Two. Two. So we have six kids between the two of us and two husbands <laughs> and lots of houses and things to be doing, but we'd rather spend our time <laughs> just kidding, not rather, but we are choosing to not just give you warm pep talks and pat you on the back. That is it too, but also point you in the direction of spiritual truth. Like, yes. hey, let's see what the word of God says about this. I know you're disappointed. Jeanette did that to me this week, literally. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> These aren't the results. This isn't what I thought was going to happen. And Jeanette gave me a good on coaching, lovable speaking. (laughs) We do it for each other, girl. I love you, you, but you got this. God's got this. Like I, like I've got this bracelet on. I wear every day. My friend gave it to me. It says, God's got this. I love that because I don't have to, I don't have to have this. I don't have to do anything. God's got this. Yeah. It's the release of like all the pressures off. And as women, Man, that is so important yeah. because we already have so much thing. pressure. That's a whole thing. Yeah. So, like my, 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 there's a person in my life. I'll just, say that. <laughs> I won't call her out. That is very on the judgy side and makes me feel sometimes inadequate at mothering or wifing or doing mm-hmm. all the things. And that's not fair to me because mm-hmm. one, I'm a people pleaser. And two, God didn't make me to be that way in the way that she wants me to be. I'm, I'm a great mother. I feel like I homeschool my kids. I'm there for them. We go to every dance, everything, right? I'm there. I'm a present parent, but I am not the type of woman that's going to sit around and, you know, set the fire while my husband comes home and put his, 
his slippers on every single day and like give him a hot cocoa. That's just not me. That's just not in my nature. I love him and I show him love in different ways, but that is not one of them. So because I don't do those things like she does for her husband, I'm in the wrong. That's not a relationship and it's fine. We, I, I don't run all over him. He doesn't run all over me. We are a team. We make decisions together and he makes the final one. Whatever he says goes like, don't make me feel inadequate as a woman because I'm not your definition of what a woman should be. I'm how yeah. God made me. I'm just doing what God tells me to do. If God tells me to preach because he made me really good at doing that and really good at making businesses, I'm going to do that because that honors God. And I don't care about how you feel about it. I care about God. Yeah. And we're all like, we're, it says we're made in his likeness, right? And in his image. Well, his image is so multifaceted. There yes. is no one way, even in the homeschooling world, right? This is our third, oh gosh, third year of like hybrid homeschooling. And so, but what I've learned is that there is a huge range of like crunchy, no technology, milking cows to like Christian private school. I don't know. Like there's a whole range of everything. Right. And as a woman, there's a whole range of what womanhood looks like. Mind you, this is in biblical context, not worldly context. Right. But and generation matters. So like that person is probably older and did things a certain way and did things in her home. And I fully, I love and appreciate and know that some women are called to just be in their home. Some women are called to be in the corporate America. And some of us are called to preach and some are to start, right? Like just as if we are all made in his multifaceted images, he's called us to do different things in different season. And so Girl, please, if you are checking in with God, then your husband, and then you, nobody else's opinion matters. And it stinks when it's someone you love because their opinion does matter. You know what I mean? Like you can say that and it's still a sting. I know. And it might mean you have hard conversations, but it's also like, I don't, on one hand, you want to be like, I don't care what people think, but then you do when they're close to you. And, but then it's just having that conversation like, Hey, this is what God told me to do. If I can't do this and look, do my mothering and wife duties like this, then I'm being disobedient to the Lord. And like, that's not for you to judge. That's me and him. And I will (laughs) have the repercussions or whatever, you know what I mean? But I feel like too, for women like us, because I get so much that, uh, like, how do you do it all? And I'm like, girl, I don't, my house is a mess. I'm staring at a pile of laundry that I have to step on to get to my clean clothes. My dishes have sinks in them. My kids had pizza last night. Like we are not a hundred percent in all the areas, right? Yeah. But some things are going smoothly and some things are going great. And so that's what they see. But I wish as women, we could release the pressure to have it all together all the time, even in the things God's called us to do, right? We don't have to have our life together and Instagram perfect and be perfect. We just need to do the thing that God has called us and he will provide grace. Like, This business or this ministry is so different from my business because with my business, my kids didn't really know like, oh, you're trying to make people famous on social media or like, oh, you're doing ads for people or commercials or whatever. Right. That's what they thought. But now I can, I can teach like, Hey, mommy's going to go on a podcast and talk to her friend and help encourage women for Jesus. Or, Hey, mommy needs to take 30 minutes because I need to write a sermon to share and tell, like you get to bring your children and your family into that. 
Yes. There's grace in like, okay, my kid might watch more TV today than they did last day. You know what I mean? And he, I just, he provides for that. And people that don't do it, don't understand it completely. But when he calls you, he'll equip you. And I feel like he'll equip your family as well. Right. Amen. Which is why I love homeschooling because I know that my vision for our family is not because we're military also, it's not tied to a place. Mm -hmm. that I will be able to teach my kids and show them what living a godly life is like firsthand. And they don't have to, I don't have to like decondition them when they come home from school or re re whatever them when they come home, you, you, you don't, you can't get innocence back. So once I, once they lose it, it's gone. So I can keep them as innocent as I can in the house too. Yeah. And time. That's all this time. That's like a whole (laughs) preach right there. That's a whole sermon. Yes, girl. Like, Yes. That's why I love you. Cause I'm like, yes, I agree. A hundred percent. Can I get an amen right now? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is your favorite Bible verse? This is like a hard one for me. Cause there's so many good ones. How about, do you have a Bible verse for your business? Oh yes. Oh, look, I'm wearing it. Are you really? I can't see. Oh yes. Immeasurably more. Yes. yes. It's Ephesians 320. I think I've said it a few times here, but that is just the one um, that I had to learn (laughs) what that meant. And again, that came on the other side of my surrender. And so now we're living in different areas of our life, like here in Tennessee, where it's immeasurably, immeasurably more than we could have ever, like literally ever thought. So how does my favorite, there's so many verses, but this is our verse for the ministry that in John 10, 10. So I'm obsessed. Yes. So do you have anything free or giving away? Yes. Everything. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the podcast, um, then also come check out our free community on Facebook. We are a few hundred sisters that are just doing life together, getting into the word together and encouraging and loving each other on the way. And then I also have, I think they're really cute. Matt thinks they're too girly, but that's for, because they're for women. But these scripture cards, um, I created scripture cards and they're just with identity scriptures to fill your heart with. I did little wallet size and then like full frame because I hang them, especially when I'm going through a season where, man, a doubt or fear or frustration, I just need to constantly be reminded of who I am in Christ. And so I will post these in the fridge. I will post these on my daughter's mirrors. I will post them in the car. I will frame them up. Like Wherever I'm going to be putting my eyeballs, <laughs> I will put these little cards up um, and just get the word into my heart so that when the enemy tries to come at me with his lies, I just I face punch him with the word of God. So I love those. Download them. They're cute. They're free. And, but mostly I just want you to be filled up with the word of God and who he says you are. Amen. I feel like the the devil works overtime and sometimes we get being I'll work the devil because he tries very hard. Yep. Very yep. hard. Very just with a karate shop. <laughs> Boom. All right. So they can find you on Facebook, on the grams, on your website. Yes. Get the on free TikTok, download. On downloads, theabundantwoman.co, all the places. Yeah. Any last takeaways? What's your number one one-two punch? Give me a one-two punch. Uh, Jesus loves you. I'm just kidding. Amen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, immeasurably more. Since we just talked about that scripture, 
Uh, I feel like sometimes we as women look at other women who are doing this kind of work or something where it feels like bigger. Um, and I want you sister friend that is listening to know that this measure will be more this life that God has for you with abundance that comes with surrender, not prosperity, but this life of abundance comes from living an unapologetically fulfilled life with him. Like with Christ is the center at all of it. And so he's no respecter of persons, what he does for Jeanette and I, he will do for you. And you just get to ask him and get more of him. And so don't let the enemy tell you that you're not like so-and-so or this person or doing this thing. He has a specific gift for you. He's called you and he will equip you for what he has for you. And so just don't let the enemy get a foothold and punch him in the face and then move forward to the abundant light that Jesus has for you. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Sam. I love you so much. Thank you so much. Wow. That was so good. So I know that you know somebody that also needs to hear that. So share this episode, leave a review. And I would love if you could watch my free workshop at JeanettePeterson.com slash missing piece. I'll see you guys over on the grams at Jeanette.Peterson. Bye.